as I was uh, praying about what to share today, I wanted to talk about the influence of blessing and the influence of blessing which leads to the blessing that will influence. And it's super important that we understand when you say, I do, to Jesus, when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when you believe on him, you are saved, immediately there's an open door for blessing. And a lot of people, they, they, maybe they get into the, 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 the mundane, the routines of, of day to day, but I wanna encourage us, in the middle of, or the ending of a pandemic, I pray, in the middle of world turmoil, in the middle of governmental craziness, in the middle of church craziness even, there is a blessing that has already been mandated from heaven for every believer to walk in. Genesis chapter 17, verse five. This is about Abram being changed his name, changing to Abraham. So Genesis 17, verse 5, no longer shall your name be called Abram. This is God speaking. But your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you a father of many nations. And you see, when the Lord chose Abram, who turned his name to Abraham, the Lord chose Abram because Abram chose to be chosen. You see, Abram lived in a lifestyle of faith, knowing and believing and trusting in God impeccably. And that's what God is looking for. It highlights your lifestyle will either highlight things to God or highlight things to God that you need to work with. You can be highlighted to God to get a name change or you can be highlighted to the heavens that your name needs to stay the same. But you see, when God renamed Abram to Abraham, he had brought him out of a land called Ur of the Chaldeans and sent him to a place where he would be the father of a nation. Abraham's name, it means extraordinary father. Last su Sunday, we had Father's Day. Abraham's name also means father of many nations. It also means father of many. You see, the Lord said that Abraham would be a blessing to every nation on this world. I believe that nations are still being blessed by the word God promised into Abraham. Then God took it even farther than that. And he said to Abraham that you will be a blessing to every family on the face of this earth. He didn't put a timeline on it. He said you will also be a blessing to every family. So even the families that don't understand a blessing of God, they actually have a blessing waiting for them. They just need to hear the good news and understand what life is in the blessings and favor of God's. Genesis chapter 22, verses 17 to 18. Blessing, I will bless you. And multiply, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate 
of their enemies. Again, God speaking to Abraham. And what's going on here is he says, my blessing will go with you. And I want to declare today that we can be Abraham's on earth today. You see, because Jesus Christ, when he died on that cross and rose from that grave, he said, you have the promises of heaven upon you. Well, some of us don't think, well, we're in Abraham. We'll never be father of nations. Well, you know what? Who says you cannot be a father blessing in your family, in your life? And when I say father blessing here, this isn't male oriented. This is male, female, children of God. What's interesting is at the end of verse 18, I'm sorry, at the end of verse 17, it says, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. You see, when you receive and live in the understanding of the blessing of God, you will still have enemies. But the difference when you're in the blessing is you now control the gate to your enemies. Well, you know what? I'm going to control the gate to my enemies. I'm going to slam it shut so they can't get in anymore in Jesus' name. Oh, we're going to have enemies, I guarantee you. When you live a life on fire for Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you are filled with the Holy Spirit, there will be people that just hate you. Slam the gate closed. How do you do it? Well, that's what we want to talk about. Some people think it's just lock yourself in your little church building. And just do a glory club in here. And we'll have the manifestations come on us. But we'll just keep it all silent to the nations. They don't need to know. We're going to slam the gate shut. No, the gates I believe we're talking about today is the gate of attack against you, but you never slam the gate shut on your enemies in love. You see, love is a gate. True love is a gate. Love goes out. Even when hatred comes back, it's a gate. It shuts down the hatred because love keeps going out. It will be like a a mighty, roaring, rushing river flowing right out of you, out of your heart, out of your mouth, out of your testimony. There will be a wave of glory come out of you if we love one another as Christ loved us. That's why I always say, I hate sin, but I sure love the sinner. Verse 18, in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. Such a critical part to the blessing of God. Obey his voice. Obey his words. And I guarantee you, when we obey the word of God, I have no question or doubt in my mind. You will live in the flowing blessings of the kingdom come and the will be done on earth as it is in heaven, flowing through you to the world and to the people who need hope. This is an amazing promise that one man could gain God's attention in such a way that this one man caused a flow of blessings on the earth. 
Who believes they can be one man or one woman that can gain the attention of God in such a way that you will have a flow of blessings into your earthly realm, into your sphere of influence, into your family, into your marriage, into your children, into your grandchildren, into the unsaved in your family. You can be a flowing river of blessings of love into this earth. This is a kingdom reality in God's kingdom. And it opens the door for every family. And it opens the door for everyone in here and everyone watching right now. There is a door waiting to be opened. And maybe you say, well, my door's already open. It's a bigger door to open wider then. Because your destiny is not to affect just your own life. Your destiny is to affect the lives of the others around you. And if you're not feeling like you're really affecting them in the right way, because you got to be careful how you affect people. How many of you know it's very easy to affect people in the wrong way? Let me give you an example. It's so hot today. It's like hell on earth. I'm not going to church today. They don't have air conditioning in there. Hey, maybe you could do a fundraiser and buy us some. I wouldn't say no. Oh, this weather, oh my goodness, oh, this pandemic, oh, it's the end of the world, take me now, oh God. Oh yeah, you're affecting people, not the way God's intended or destined you to affect them. It's hot, I get it, I'm sweating, you know that? I brought my little sweat rag. I said, have the fans pointing towards me, please let the people suffer, but please give me wind. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kevin comes up to me and says, oh, but you guys, you, like you like South America and Central America and Mexico. You like the heat. I said, yeah, I was thinner and in better shape back then, and we were accustomed to it. One of my sons said, hey, can I wear shorts today? I said, yeah, not a Speedo, please, but shorts is fine. <laughs> No problem whatsoever. Or those, I better watch and look around. Those boxer shorts that look like underwear. Has anyone seen those? I remember we were on the, on the, the gyra, the, our boat in uh, St. John's, Newfoundland. We had just gone into Halifax, I think it was. And we were on our way taking the boat down to minister into the, the Caribbean and into Central America. And uh, we... Uh, some great, great friends of ours, had to, they helped us get it to there, and then they had to fly home, and it was a hot day. It was like end of August or something, or August, and the taxi driver came, and we thought for sure he was in his underwear. I, it looked like his underwear. I said, I think he thinks those are shorts. Just, please, none of those in the church. We don't need, I'm just kidding. You, you do what you need to do, but just wear a mask. I'm, I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Yeah. You see, kingdom reality is blessing and favor opens doors. But first we have to be an open door for blessing and favor. So often we want to minister to the people, show them our gifts. Yeah, wrong door. Open the door that says, oh God, oh God, I am your gift. Just 
Give me whatever you desire, but it's not for my name. It's for yours, O Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 13. Deuteronomy 28, 13. And the Lord will make you the head. And what? Not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord. So we could say, of your God, which I commanded you today and are careful to observe them. So basically, if you live in the word, the word is your lifestyle. The word of God is your testimony. You are empowered with the Holy Spirit in your life. You will not be the head. You will be the tail. What does a tail look like? Oh, it's so hot today. I'm not going to live. Hey, it's hot. I get it. And don't die. If you do, you got a glory trip to heaven, I pray. The head is, yeah, it's hot today, but what can I do? I have lived on this earth right now. God has chosen me to breathe the air that I breathe for a reason and a purpose. There is a destiny today in this heat. Maybe... Maybe I could go deliver cold bottles of water to people. You see, seize the opportunity at hand. When there's a pandemic, our destiny is not to be fearful. Oh, no, oh, no, I could, what if I get it? What if I get it? I'm going to die, I'm going to die. No, that's not the open door to blessing or favor. That's the open door to fear. Be wise, Absolutely. But walk, walk like a Peter, that if a snake jumped out and bit you out of a fire, you're going to get frustrated and say, get off me, you useless thing, and throw it back in the fire. People say, have asked me, Brent, are you going to get the, get the shot? So what shot? You mean like a bullet or what? No, no, the shot, like the vaccine, the shot. I'm like, well, I have faith to believe that one, I'm not going to die of COVID. If I did, God's going to call me home. But I also have faith to believe that if I get the shot and it's not really that good for you, I'm not going to die either. So I'm fine either way. Get the shot? Amen. Don't get the shot? Amen. Feel the conviction of God in you. Maybe some people get angry at me for saying that. I just don't like being forced to put something into your body. That's just me, okay? That's just me. I'm kind of like... If the next thing comes out and I'm forced to get my leg cut off or something because they think a one-legged man is better than a two-legged man, I probably am not going to want to do it. Again, get the shot, absolutely. If you feel the conviction of God and you feel the need to do it, absolutely. So now you're looking at me, have you got the shot? I got the shot. It's called the injection of the Holy Spirit. That's what I got, okay? So... But you know what? Hey, I, I am very seriously considering because if this whole travel thing comes to pass, I need to travel. You are, the Lord will make you a head and not the tail. You shall live above and not beneath by listening and obeying the word of God. We need to realize that the value of a person the value of you is so, so vital to God. 
that one person can accomplish through life and faith miraculous signs and wonders around you. Your name may not be remembered forever on this earth. That's not what's important. But your name is remembered on earth and in heaven. There will be people that remember you. I always encourage people that if this was your last day, what will people remember about you? Have you made a statement? Well, you have made a statement. You've either made a statement by doing nothing, or you made a statement by doing something, or you made a statement of anything in between. How will they remember you? How will your sons and daughters remember you? How will your grandchildren? How will your friends? How do they remember you? I, I encourage us to live with the faith of Abram and become Abrahams today. Ephesians 1, verse 3 to 4. Ephesians 1, starting in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed us with what? With every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Do you know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior? Put your hand up. Well, guess what? This verse is for you. That you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. The interesting thing is you look at that last section of verse 4. Love has no blame. Without blame before him in love. When you live in love, you have no blame before God. So what happens if you don't live in love? So let me rephrase that. If you live in love, you have no blame before God. Let me rephrase it again. If you live in love, you have no blame before God. Do we need another phrase? Well, what on earth does love look like? God. <laughs> He's not holding grudges against you or me. So that would mean grudges aren't love. He doesn't hate you. So that means hatred is not love. He doesn't despise you. So that means despising someone is not love. He's not bitter towards you. So bitterness is not love. He doesn't gossip about you. So gossip is not love. Any one of those things this scripture is saying can actually bring something against you. And what I believe it is in the New Testament is the door of favor slams shut because favor only relies and lives on someone living in love. You see, he's not going to squash you out like a fly. He could do that. No, no, no. He created you like him. He loves you unconditionally. But the question of favor and blessing starts to rely on you and not him because him, he gave you it all already. It now relies on you. Bitterness, hatred, jealousy, envy, all these things. Slam the door closed. 
on favor. Love has no blame. So don't blame someone else for something. Oh, I'm all messed up because of so-and-so. Really? They have that much power over you? Why have you let them have that much power over you? I'm messed up from an ex-husband or an ex-wife. Really? They, you're giving them that much power over you? I messed up because I didn't have a good father. I didn't have a good mother. Really? You have the best father you could ever have. Me? No, I'm just kidding. No, God. What are we allowing to shut the door of favor in our lives? If we don't love, we miss one of the greatest commandments, Matthew 22, starting in verse 36 to 39. Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? This, this scribe, this Pharisee was trying to trick Jesus. And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. What was the first word? You shall love. Verse 38, this is the first and great commandment. And Jesus says the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Well, sometimes people get so insecure with their own identity, they start to hate themselves, so it's not that hard to hate your neighbor then if you follow the Bible. That's not what the Bible is saying. Because... If you don't love yourself, if you're not happy, I'm not talking about pride. I'm talking about living in the favor and the blessing of God because he has created you for purpose. He has created you for destiny. He has created you surrounded and bathed in love. If you don't feel that you are loved, you won't feel loved. And God is saying you are loved and your circumstances have nothing to do with his love for you. History is written by what you do and what you say. Our life of testimony is one of the most vitally important things that we have as a believer in Jesus Christ. I guarantee you history will write down what you do and what you say. Oh, and maybe that dirty devil in the judgment seat, when you're there coming into heaven, maybe that dirty devil will bring up all the past history. How many of you want revealed some past history? Not me. But I believe Jesus Christ will stand there with us, and he will say, silence! They are forgiven. Now the history of all good things you do maybe begins to be read. So all of heaven can rejoice and be glad in it. We need to be faithful. And we need to faithfully release and deposit into people what God has given to us. If we don't feel God giving us something, how do we deposit it into somebody else? 
We have to have an understanding, a clarity that God is blessing us. How many of us believe that? Not many hands went up there. Let me say it again. How many of you believe that God is blessing you? Has nothing to do with your bank account, has nothing to do with how hot you feel right now, has nothing to do with that. It has to do with an understanding of the blessing and favor of God. It doesn't mean that you will have no storms. What the favor and blessing of God means, that you will be strong in the storm. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I have watched in our own life, our own marriage, our own ministry, I have watched over and over and over again the faithfulness and blessing of God being poured out in the middle of a storm. So when a storm comes, my expectation starts to increase. Woo! There's going to be a good blessing on its way. Because I'm slamming the door shut of you dirty lying devil. You think it's a bad season? I think it's an amazing season. Because other people are all bummed out about life. That gives me the perfect opportunity to be a shining light in the joy and the favor and the blessing and love of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. Why? To give you a future and a hope. I want to declare that people around us need future and hope brought into their lives. Well, you can go up to them and you can tell them, well, if you give your life to Jesus, you'll have a future and a hope like me. But boy, it's hot today. Oh. No. We have to live a lifestyle that the future is great. And my hope, the joyful expectation of good things is a core value that I carry. In the middle of a storm, we must have a joyful expectation of the miracle victory that we're going to have in the blessing and the favor of God. We must instill in our testimony future and hope into the people around us. We need to live with a glorious future and a hope. Is that clear? How does that work? By the circumstances? No. Because then the only way you'll be happy is to win the lotto. Well, I'd be happy. Oh yeah, and I would, I would give to the Lord if he gives me the lotto. Whatever. Of course. But money isn't what makes us happy. Not in heaven. Favor draws on blessing. And blessing draws on favor. But it's not 
favor in our bank accounts and blessings in our bank accounts. It could be that, but that's not where it has to start. It has to start with a heart, lifestyle, attitude in ourselves. A huge part of our calling in God is to influence the people God has given us to influence. I want to encourage us, who are you influencing and how are you influencing them? My heart and prayer is you are influencing them with a future and a hope to know that we are in one of the greatest times in history and God chose you and me to be alive for the greatest revival ever recorded in history that has begun and is ready to happen in a mighty magnificent way. You see, influencing people, it's a privilege. It's a responsibility. I used to think that it was their privilege for me. Are you kidding me? It was their privilege for me to speak and preach. Are you kidding me? No. It's my privilege. It's my privilege to even be able to talk with you and share with you. It's my privilege to be a part of your lives. It's my privilege and honor to stand before you with the huge responsibility to hopefully and prayerfully speak the word of God encourage you and exhort you to be influenced by his presence, by his name, by his glory, by his power, and by his authority. So then you can influence the people around you. We must look at our own lives and we must change what needs to be changed. So we become sowers of influence. I truly know and believe that many times the favor and blessings of God are held back because sometimes his people just aren't ready for it. They're not mature enough that they could squander it it doesn't mean it's not there. It means it's just waiting for you and for I to understand it, believe it, and step into it. We need to change. Every day we need to change. Our destiny is to have an impact on humanity. It's because the Lord has already commissioned you, he's commissioned me to pour out our lives into other people. He's already poured out his life into you. I truly believe the more you receive, the more you give away. And the more you give away, the more 
you receive. Everything you get in life, it's a blessing because you have life. So you can be a blessing to give it back to people that need future and hope. Your personal breakthrough with God is to become a corporate blessing. This is why we gather. Because when we gather together, a corporate blessing starts to flow out. You can stay home and watch and have church online, but you'll never understand a corporate blessing, a corporate favor that'll pour out amidst us right now. If there was one person living with favor and blessing of the Lord, gathering together in unity draws the same favor and blessing upon you corporately. That's why when you have a family, when Sharon and I raise our children, if any one of us lived with the blessing of God in our lives at any particular time, our marriage would be blessed. And our children would be blessed. And our grandchildren will be blessed. Not because we're better than you, no way. We have never had an argument or a fight because I've always been right, so it doesn't really matter, but you know that's not true. Sometimes I didn't feel the blessing of the Lord, but I have a faithful wife. Oh, I wanted to throw the towel in many times. Today, I really want the towel. had a faithful wife that stayed within the blessing and the favor of God. Little did I know while I was sleeping, she'd pray and prophesy over me. If you're around people that don't carry the favor and blessing of God, then you need to get around people that carry the favor and the blessing. God. That's why internet church, it's good for what it's used and needed for, but it can't be the replacement of your local family. Or you'll never experience the corporate blessing. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 2. And all these blessings shall come upon you. They're not just going to come on you. They're going to overtake you. Why? Because you 
obey the voice of the Lord your God. I love the wording of Scripture. It's very important. These blessings will come upon you and overtake you. If you obey the voice of the Lord, your God. Many people have different gods, but they have a Lord. I'm encouraging us, get the right God. Obey his voice, and you won't just receive the blessings. Oh, they'll come on you. They're going to overtake you. In other words, you're going to be so full, you are leaking the blessings of God everywhere. They will pass you as you walk forward in the favor and the blessing and the glory of God. They're not going to just sit on you. They're going to affect everybody around you. I call that the Abraham lifestyle. Let's stand. Maybe you're here today. Maybe you're watching online. And you feel like the blessing of God just hasn't been there. I want to encourage you, first of all, seek the wisdom of God on what does blessing mean of Him in your life. I'm not talking bank accounts. You could be in financial disaster still live in the blessing and the favor of God. But I will say one thing. Dumb, dumb decisions over and over again the door begins to close of blessing, of favor and the doors of the enemy begin to open And the attack keeps coming and coming and coming. I want to declare to you today, you need to slam the right doors closed and open the right door. You need to slam closed doubt, depression, frustration, bitterness, hatred, anger. You need to slam those doors closed. They are your enemy trying to destroy you and kill you. But you control the door. You control the door. Slam those lying, deceiving lies shut. Put them in the grave instead of them putting you and I in the grave. Kick them right out of your life. Stomp on that dirty head of the devil. Say, enough is enough. One of the songs I love this. Devil, you are choking on the blood from the cross. He's like, on the blood of Jesus. (laughs) Oh, I I remember the name of that song. I just love the song.
he's choking on the blood and you're drowning in the presence and the favor and the blessings of God. Close the doors that you know need to be closed and open the door that you know needs to be swung wide. You heavenly gates, you everlasting doors. Swing the doors wide. I can see in the spirit that you thought the door was small, but the more you swing it open, the bigger and taller and wider the door is. Lift up your heads, you mighty gates, you everlasting doors, for the King of glory is here. I pray, Lord, for a corporate blessing upon the peoples. I pray, O Lord, for the increase of your favor and your blessings to be realized by your people. I pray, O Lord, that every sickness and every disease will bow its knee right now. In Jesus' name. Blood disorder, I see blood pressure, blood disorder. Be healed in Jesus' name. The favor and the blessing of the Lord come upon you and just wash it right out of you. Cancer, go in Jesus' name. COVID, get out, get out in Jesus' name. right side go in Jesus name left hip knee pain go weakness go in Jesus name if you have a sickness an illness a pain going to call you to come forward just face out a little bit I'm not I don't care just come forward right now I believe God's going to do something right now if you just need a touch of his presence maybe financial wisdom just stand up here just just stay spatial a little bit but come right up to the front here put a mask on if you need to whatever you feel just We have to believe. That the corporate blessing of God in this house right now. It's okay, you can come up here. That the corporate blessing of God in this house right now 
has a healing anointing on it. I can feel it. I felt it in worship. And this whole message I've been pondering, oh God, you're calling me, asking me to bring them forward. I have to be obedient to my God. Just touch your heart, touch if there's a pain or a problem in your body, touch that area. Maybe it's just wisdom, you need more wisdom and decisions. Sharon, can I get you to come up here with me? I'm just gonna get my wife to come up. We're in the same bubble. Father, we just pray. We stand together, husband and wife. One man, one woman in holy matrimony joined together. Where one puts to flight 1,000, but two put to flight 10,000. We stand here as a husband and a wife to contend for the marriages. For future wife, future husband, whatever, if, you, if you're not married, to release the pain from the past, the bitterness from the past. Release it now out of your mind in Jesus' name. For there is in its house a corporate blessing right now, a favor of love to every one of you. And so I pray, oh God, that as we stand here before you today, gathered in unity, in power, in honor, in authority, we slam that lying, deceiving devil's door closed in Jesus' name. We kick that disease, that pain, that tumor out of our body now in Jesus' name. We kick those evil thoughts, the bad decisions out of our minds and our will now in Jesus' name. We shut the doors of the liars. we open the door of your kingdom come and your will be done on earth in us right now heaven on earth in us right now and we stand in the victory the favor the blessing of our future and our hope in you, O oh God. O oh Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come your will be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. I feel like the Lord is saying, I am giving you this day. <laughs> everyone here, everyone listening, the Lord is saying, I am giving you this day. Don't trespass into that deceiving door of the enemy. Don't trespass in there. That's not your territory, the lies of the devil. That's not your territory to live in. Don't trespass in it. Because you don't have to trespass into heaven. It is yours. It is yours already. But don't trespass during those, down those dirty roads. Because you are forgiven. This day is a day that he has made. And you and I are called to rejoice and be glad in it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We have come to the altar. We have lit the incense, incense of our life and your fragrances are filling the heavens in Jesus' name.